It's a busy week of dirt racing ahead, and we're talking Lucas and more Longhorn domination, a new ride for Parker Price Miller in tonight's Dirt Car National schedule. Let's go. It's Monday, February 6th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Before we get going, I just wanted to mention that today is the official third birthday for the Dirt Tracker shows. I did the very first daily back on February 6th, 2020. Please do not go back and watch that first episode. That is terrible. The first year of shows is terrible. Uh, But along the way, we've done 751 daily shows and an additional 67 conversation uh, episodes. I've also done a few other random videos mixed in and some live streams. So we have well over 800 different pieces of content in the three years. We also crossed over 14,000 YouTube subscribers over the weekend. So thanks for the continued support there. But both December and January, we're well across 100,000 unique viewers on these shows. So if you don't subscribe, I'd love for you to hop in and hit that uh, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. That will make sure you don't miss any future episodes. That will also help out the channel if you want to do that. Uh, it's a free way to help out the channel. All right, let's get into today's show. We'll start first with the Lucas Oil Lane Model Dirt Series. Saturday night, they were at Alltech Raceway in Florida, and it was another strange night of track conditions. Rubber way early in the night, and then they fixed it, and then it maybe looked like it was going to happen again in the feature, but then it didn't. It was a very odd trend of how these things have been going during speed weeks. We'll see what East Bay brings here. Uh, I don't know if the tires have something to do with this, if it's the weather, or just how these tracks are being prepared. I'm not really sure what the reasoning is for some of these weird nights. But Saturday was again dominated by Longhorns, the top four spots locked out by Longhorn Chassis and another victory for Ricky Thornton Jr. That's 14 big super late model races and 14 Longhorn victories between Vado, the two outlaw shows at Volusia and this opening stretch for Lucas. Some other chassis have won elsewhere in the country, but not with the big national tours or at Vado, where most of the big names have been so far this year. RTJ fought back challenges from both Shane Clanton and Max Blair, who each led laps and went on and RTJ went on to his second victory in three nights. Uh, Had he not had that contact with Devin Moran uh, on night two at Bubba Raceway Park, uh, RTJ would have six top fives to start the season in six races. He and that SSI team are just absolutely on a roll right now. Behind him, Tim McCready went 12th to second and Brandon Shepard eighth to third. The highest finishing rocket was Tyler Erb, who was the hard charger on the night with a 21st to 5th run. The win gave RTJ the Lucas points lead with Brandon Overton actually missing the night's feature. There seems to be some question about what Overton's season could look like going forward. On the Flow Racing drive home uh, following Saturday night's race, Michael Rigsby said he thinks Overton will run the full Lucas schedule, while Ben Shelton said he disagreed. He thinks he won't run the full Lucas schedule. And you'd think here if Overton was going to run the whole thing that he would have used that provisional at Alltech, but he chose not to. We've seen Overton uh, lead the Lucas point standings leaving Speedweeks in the past and fall off. So I'm not sure what could happen this year. We'll just have to wait and see how this one plays out. But I do think if he was running the full points, I think it makes a lot more sense for him to use that provisional. And he didn't. Elsewhere in the field, it was an absolutely brutal night for Jonathan Davenport. Multiple incidents, needed a provisional to start the feature and finish 21st. He said afterwards it was the worst night of his career. Uh, He also apologized to Lance Landers for the $100 that he brought home on the night. The other status question I'm not sure about right now is Jimmy Owens. I thought he was going home as that was what we had heard after Bubba, but he was in attendance at Alltech, finishing 19th after starting 9th. His Kohler teammate in Jordan Kohler was not there, however, so I'm not sure what this means for his future going forward either. 
Looking ahead to tonight, the teams had a uh, Sunday practice at East Bay and the Winter Nationals begin for real tonight. Monday and Tuesday are 5,000 to win. Wednesday is 7,000 to win. Thursday bumps to 10K to win. Friday is 12 and Saturday is 15,000. So it'll be a busy week for these drivers and teams ahead. And I don't know exactly what the situation is. I'm waiting on some clarification, but teams do not have to race every night this week. They're allowed to throw out some finishes uh, if they're running for Lucas points. So we might see some guys sit out, especially early in the week. And I know Ricky Thornton Jr. does not plan on racing tonight. He did post that to Twitter earlier today. So keep that in mind when you watch these Lucas shows that you might not see some of these names. In five nights at East Bay a year ago, we had only three different winners with Dennis Earp Jr. and Moran winning once each and Shepard winning three straight. After this week, we won't see Lucas in action until the middle of March, but a lot of these teams will head across to Volusia for Dirt Car Nationals. And if you want to add a little something extra East Bay week, check out some of the pools that are out there. Kyle Armstrong is winning, uh, running one all week. Uh, it's $20 per entry, and you can find the info by searching for Kyle uh, on Facebook. That's Kyle Armstrong, a- uh, A-R-M-S-T-R-O-N-G. Kyle hosts the Forward Bite podcast, uh, if you have listened to any episodes of that. Also, at uh, Dirt Track Pools on Twitter is running one as well, so some opportunities to go a little deeper this week if you want. You can watch Lucas tonight and all week live over on Flow Racing. If you need a Flow subscription, you can click the Flow link uh, below in the description. Uh, I hinted at it a bit last week, but we now know what the future looks like for Parker Price Miller. Uh, He's going to run the full all-star schedule in 2023, along with select World of Outlaws shows and high limit shows. And he's going to do that with McCandless Motorsports. The team has been campaigning cars for driver Logan McCandless with the 29 machines making appearances in places like Ohio and Pennsylvania. We've seen them with the Outlaws and the All-Stars. PPM is bringing his own cars to Florida to start the year, and then he will transition to McCandless later on. Crew Chief Kevin Osmolsky is following PPM from McGee over to this new setup. PPM returning to the All-Stars will bolster that roster, and we should have a better idea in the coming weeks and days uh, who will join guys like PPM and Scotty Thiel full-time out there. Uh, you know, we've talked about guys like Hunter Schoenberg and Tyler Courtney, uh, uh, obviously not sure yet about Justin Peck, but, uh, you know, there are a lot of signs pointing to a very similar all-star field to what we saw last season. The all-star uh, season kicks off tomorrow night at Volusia. Remember, these early races are non-point shows. And there's no sprint cars racing tonight, but Dirt Car Nationals does get going at Volusia with a full night of UMP modified racing and sprint car practice. Lucas Lee won two straight over the weekend at East Bay, but it wasn't without a little controversy. He was declared the Friday night winner, even though Drake Troutman was the first to the checker. Race officials decided that Troutman jumped the final restart and gave the victory to Lee post-race. Nothing like a little bit of shenanigans to add to the intrigue. We should see big big fields of modifieds at Volusia all week. Uh, Not uncommon to be around the triple-digit mark. Uh, And it should be a little more wide open, I think, this year with no Nick Hoffman in attendance. Nick is at Volusia helping out his elite customers, but we won't see him in action until next week with the late models. Uh, So a very different modified weekend than we've seen in uh, years past here coming up. A couple of other weekend winners for you. Ross Bales took down the $10,000 victory at Screven for winter freeze. Bales topped Kenny Collins and Steven Roberts in that one. It was his second winter freeze win in a row. And at Hendry County, Davey Franick and Mark Smith picked up USCS 360 sprint car wins. The USCS moves over to Southern Raceway in Milton, Florida this coming weekend. And if you didn't see it over the weekend, uh, make sure to check out the newest Dirt Tracker Conversations episode. I posted this one with Kevin Rumley. We talked about a bunch of different late model topics, including Longhorn chassis. We talked shocks. We talked the droop rule, uh, working with Kyle Larson, how they got the deal together. Uh, A whole lot more good stuff in there with Kevin Rumley. That episode is on the YouTube channel and in the podcast feed if you want to check it out today. 
There are four shows on, on today's streaming schedule as well. Flow Racing has the first night of Lucas Light Models from East Bay, like I said, plus Flow 24-7. Dirt Vision has the opening night of Dirt Car Nationals featuring those UMP modified. They also have Dirt Vision now. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys have a good Monday out there. We will see you tomorrow. <laughs>